0: Love,
1: talk, radio. Uh, good evening, uh, everyone. Welcome to Winchester Radio. That was then, this is now, summer podcast series. Um, we will be having a guest uh, this podcast. A um, little bit of technical difficulties at the moment, but we are going to be joined by Samantha Smith, uh, of course, very well known to supernatural fans as Mary Winchester. Um, we uh we are discussing three episodes in these podcasts and uh we're going to
2: wait for Samantha to talk about home. We also have Hookman and Bugs and while she's on we will not be taking calls, but let's find out if it's there. <laughs> Good evening, Winchester Radio.
3: Hi, it's Sam Smith. Hi. 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 How are you? Hello. I'm sorry I couldn't get to the phone earlier. Oh, it's no problem. Very glad you could join us. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you. Happy Saturday. You too. You Happy too. Saturday to
0: you.
3: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so yes. you know, I have to say I've never done a podcast before. I have no idea what you're what to do, so hey. you'll just have to guide me.
2: Okay. Well, mostly,
3: it's us sitting around talking. Oh,
2: well, I can do that. <laughs> that it's pretty easy. <laughs> um,
1: I was just, I was just saying um, before you called in that uh, that you would be on as a guest. We don't take call-ins, uh, questions uh, while we have guests. It's just um, a little bit easier to keep it moving that way. Um, we uh, get questions tweeted to us. We have questions oh, okay. Time to come on Facebook. We're uh, we're doing what we call that was then this is now podcast summer where we're going back to the first season of Supernatural because our podcast started in third season, and uh, so one of the first season episodes we're talking about tonight is Home, which of course is a is appearance of Mary Winchester, right? And uh, so we're gonna talk about that episode and any of the others uh, that. You've been in on Supernatural, and just your experience on the show, and you ask questions,
3: tell stories, and have some fun. So, Fantastic! Great. Sounds Thanks good. You so much. Now, who am I speaking to? What are your names? I'm Becky. Becky, hi, Becky. Hi. Just one person. And I'm Vinny.
1: I- <laughs> There's Vinny. <laughs> it? hi.
3: Okay, so I got hi. Becky and who else? Vinny. V- Vinny, like like V like Victor. Like my like my cousin Vinny. Mhm. Excellent.
1: <laughs> and I'm Susan.
3: Oh, and there's 3. Fantastic.
1: There's 3 of us. Yes, Yay. and we're all over the country. That's the nice thing about a podcast. You can be pretty much anywhere as long as you have sure. a phone you can call in. Sure. Um
3: Now the podcast and we do then goes... Have- have- Okay, go ahead. So,
1: um, I was just going to say we do have live listeners, but uh, um, once the show is over, it is recorded, and anybody who wants to listen can uh, do that several different ways. They can go directly to the Blog Talk Radio site. They can go to our website, and we have a link to um, the podcast. We're at com, and you can subscribe and download us through iTunes. Right. As well and find links on Facebook and Twitter. So um yeah. And you can go back and listen pretty much any
2: time. We have uh, quite an archive of podcasts. So gotcha. and, uh,
3: cool. So I'm in. So great.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: so so basically we all just sit around and we, we
2: talk about supernatural episodes. It's you know, just like a bunch of friends getting together and just talking about the show.
3: Fantastic. I
2: love it. So I guess uh,
3: the first question will be, um, how did you get the role of Mary? Oh, well, I auditioned. I um, I, I actually, you know, I don't remember a lot of my auditions, but I remember this one. I remember going in and waiting and thinking that I was never going to get it. Um, it, was a, it was a little tiny part. It was like two or three lines in the pilot, and people were like, oh, but it could recur. I'm like, um, I don't think so. Uh, I burn up on the ceiling. I I really don't see a lot of longevity in this part. (laughs) And um, it was a tiny room with a really long, like normally when you audition, you walk in a room and like the director and the producers and the casting director and everybody, they're all in like a couch around the edge of the room and there's a camera in the middle and somebody's filming you, usually a casting assistant, and somebody's reading with you. And, you know, you're like, hi, and you're kind of like, Kind of like, I call it like being the dancing monkey. You're in the middle of the room, and everyone's staring at you, and you're like, okay, we're just going to pretend this is normal. Um, and uh, this one was different. I walked in, and everyone was staring at me, but they were all sitting at a long, like, banquette table. They were all sitting, like, they'd put, you know, those, those long, like, three by six foot tables together, and they were all sitting behind it. And David Nutter, the director, was right in the middle, and he's the one I remember the most because You know, if you remember um, the scene from the pilot, I have to run in the room, and I see somebody, I'm like, ah, you, and he's got the baby, and then suddenly I'm burning on the ceiling. And I had to sort of pretend all that. So I'm screaming and running, and I crashed into a plant. There was like a giant (laughs) plant in a pot. (laughs) I crashed right into it. Oh no. And we all laughed oh. so hard and then and then I like, I think I did it again and then David and I finished. I'm like, "Okay." And I looked at David and he winked at me. Cuz that's what David does. He when he likes you or whatever he if you're done, if you did a good job, he winks at you. And but I didn't know that at the time cuz it was the first time I had met him. So, as any weird actress would do, I winked back. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why I got the job. I really do. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so, and that was it. I, I think they were taping me, and, and that was it. And they hired me, because it wasn't like a series regular, so I didn't have to test or do any of that. So, um, And that was it. It was just, uh, that was the audition. So that's how I got the job. And then we were filming in the dead of night, and it was freezing, and I'm in my little pink nightgown, and... Um, that was the beginning, and I remember—I do remember sitting at the pilot. You know, you all sit at your your in—it's called Video Village, where they look at mm-hmm. playback and where the director sits and where your, you know, your director's chairs are and stuff. And um, I was sitting in my chair and I was sitting next to Eric, and we bonded because at the time I was a big Halo player online, and he was completely floored by that because for some reason. Um, and so we bonded over our video game geekitude. And uh, he was talking about how Mary might come back. And I was like, oh, it's so sweet. He's trying to make me feel better that I get killed. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> little
1: did you know. Little did I know. Nobody like, on Supernatural. What is,
3: <laughs> home is like episode eight or something, right? Right, mm-hmm. right. So, you know, just literally a few weeks, not even, like as soon as the pilot aired, they called me and said they wanted me to come back. I'm like, and what? <laughs> 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 uh, and honestly, to this day, to this day, of all the jobs I've had, all the scripts, even just for Supernatural, never mind all my other jobs that I've done, I read that script. I had those, like, three lines, and I think they're the most powerful lines I've ever had. Just, mm-hmm. I think I only said three things, and it was, I read it, it was like, oh, my God, I'm so in. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that was it. Mary Winchester was born. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, what was it like filming the pilot? I mean, was the atmosphere around did, did people you know did you know that this was going to this just felt like an awesome show at the beginning, or was it just like a regular, just filming
3: a regular pilot? Didn't know if it was going to get picked up, that sort of thing. We had no idea. You know, I remember, I remember meeting Adrienne Palicki. Um. And she was just so sweet back then, and we've become such good friends since, but you know you just you meet people and you don't you don't know always um I met the boys really briefly um, I had no idea you know i was it was a long time ago, my career was really new, and um you know, I was excited to have a job that was cool and and then when it got picked up, like I think at that time, honestly, I was like, well, of course, your pilot's going to get picked up, why wouldn't it?" <laughs> <laughs> and, I, you know, naivete. I was like, well, of course. And then I remember going to the screening. Um, I brought my boyfriend, who's now my husband, uh, to the screening. And it was at McGee's house. And we were all sort of like, whoa. It was pretty fancy. <laughs> and the boys were there. And I was like, they showed the pilot all over the place. And the thing I remember the most, and they'll probably kill me for saying so, but you know how when you film something, like, you know, this is what nine years ago now. On the the widescreen TVs were kind of new, and people didn't know how to make them be in the right dimension, so they just spread the screen out. Do you know what I'm talking about? Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So everyone looked so thick. I'm like, dear God, I don't really look like that, do I? Oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> I look like a linebacker.
0: It's awful. <laughs>
3: But then I saw it on TV and it was all good. But I was a little, I was a little freaked out at the screening. <laughs> <laughs> the nightgown is not flattering to begin with, and having it stretched out across the screen, It was at a heart attack. What mm-hmm. kind of
2: cameras did they film this with?
1: I know they say the
3: camera ends ten pounds. I'm like, how many cameras were on me? <laughs> so anyway,
1: um. um. So, there you go. <clears throat> that was i mean the when Mary Mary is on the ceiling and burning, and she's also been cut. she's bleeding. oh that's, yeah, that's, that's a crazy it's just such a crazy stunt. I mean, it's so so memorable and and affecting how what was it like doing doing that well.
3: Um, did you ever compare
1: notes with Adrienne? Because she had to do basically the same thing.
3: Yeah, I, not so much later. Um, what mm-hmm. they did for me, I think, I don't know if it was the same or if they did something more extensive for mine. I Probably the same. Um, I know they did, a, they did all my, like they, they didn't do a plaster cast of my body, but they did all my measurements and built me out of wire and then covered it in paper. So they made like a, like a model of my body, and stuck it to a ceiling. And when they show me on the ceiling, I'm actually on the floor, and they had all this Mm -hmm. fire all around me, and then they added CGI to it. But I was literally on the floor, and they had the camera straight above me, so it looked like I was on the ceiling. But then they actually took my plaster body and stuck it to the ceiling of this room that they'd built to look exactly like the set, and they set it on fire, and um, and burned it up. But, oh, actually, I think the one when they burned Adrian, I believe is the one. <laughs> yes, because Jared was in there. He went and laid down on the bed, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And he looked
3: up and she's on the ceiling.
0: Well, mm-hmm.
3: it actually, I think the entire room burned down. Oh. Like they had to grab him out of there, as far as I remember, like it was dangerous, and they were freaked out because the whole room, not just the the plaster thing on the ceiling, so they must have done the same thing for her as they did for me. But
0: yeah. <laughs> right. the whole room burnt oh. down, and
3: they had to like evacuate, and it turned into a big drama.
0: So oh, I don't no, think don't they worry.
3: got many. I don't think they got many uh, chances at that take. I think they had to do the one. <laughs> You know, the glad. room burns wow. down. The actor burns up. It's all bad.
2: And end oh. of series.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's about one now, hey, brother what? out hunting for his father.
3: <laughs> right. Exactly. What's what's the podcast address? How do people find this? Is it a link?
2: You could, you would go to um, blogtalkradio. dot com. Okay. Um, backslash. Media Boulevard and it's uh M E D I A B L V D.
3: Oh I see, I see, I see, I see the address. I'm just trying to um I'm trying to send it out right now. Okay. Do 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 do. So anyway, that's uh yeah. So so anyway, being in that scene, I had no idea. I had no idea. I was like I as I said, I thought I was gonna be dead and that would be it, and it would start the series off and they'd mm-hmm. remember me fondly. You know.
1: Mm-hmm. And how is it being in home the, the the next episode and and again having to deal with fire and you know, a fire stunts and
3: You know, I had a they had a stunt double who walked in fire and of course I look at the oh. scene I'm like, That is so clearly a man but um <laughs> <laughs> but doing that whole thing with yeah. the way they were having my hair blow and all this stuff, I'm like, I don't know what these people are doing. This is gonna look crazy. And the way they put it together, I thought looked so amazing. How it kind of landed there, and compared to what you thought was gonna come out of that fire, and then having me there, like with, you know, just looking mm-hmm. like me, and their faces. And of course, I'm just gonna raise my hand right now and say that Jensen and Jared did such an incredible job in that scene of like the shock and the torture and the and the being torn and I just I thought they were amazing they gave me so much to work with and I had never worked with them because in the pilot I worked with them as children right and of course the lovely Jeffrey Dean so but but that was the first time I had met them I was only there for a day and um oh. they were as amazing as they are now I mean, they're just the sweetest <laughs> guys, and um, we uh, we have a good time. I,
2: I, I've, you know, seen this episode a million times, it feels like, and I still get chills when you first appear and Dean looks at you and says, Mom, it gives me chills every mm. time. <laughs> yeah.
3: But that's what I mean, his acting. Like, he was so connected to what he was doing. Um. It was just, he made, they make it really easy. They make it really easy. So, um,
0: but I, I actually felt
3: like, during that scene, I actually felt like I wanted to hug them. I was like, I'm their mother. Like, I'm seeing them for the first time <laughs> in 20 years. I've been gone. Here they are. But mm-hmm. I'm not human, you know, so mm-hmm. that was actually the biggest challenge for me is I wanted to touch them. I wanted to reach out and touch Mm -hmm. their faces. I wanted to connect to them on some level other than just that sort of cryptic, one word at a time thing. And um, I couldn't. All I said Mm -hmm. was like their names, right? Didn't I just say their names and then I'm sorry, I didn't say anything else? And then at the end I yelled at the the ghosty demon thing, but
0: Mm -hmm. to them...
3: I didn't say anything like, I'm so proud of you, I love you, I missed you, I'm, you know, I want to help. I didn't say any of the things that a mother would want to say. I just left them with like, sorry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like it's
0: really hard out there.
3: <laughs> Moving I, I, on. Do, I do think so
0: that
1: that longing you had, it really came through in in your face and your body language.
3: Oh, so it well, does Thank, come you. thank it, you. It really does. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you. I, it, As I said, like, I read it and I connected to it, and it was just, as an actress, sometimes things are really hard and sometimes they're really easy, only because you connect to it on a deeper level without having to work very hard at it. And that, just the way it was written, was so simple and I so got it. Um, and working with the, the boys, they made it so easy. You know, they, they really invested in the mother having been gone, and, you know, they're just, they make it easy, even ever since, like, they, they just are consummate professionals. When you
2: when you apologized to Sam, did you know at that point I had no what Mary idea. was apologizing I kept, for?
3: No. I kept, asking, um, I kept asking Eric, I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> what am I saying sorry <laughs> for? And they wouldn't tell me, so either they didn't know, or they were just making me Yes, I don't know. <laughs> they probably had an idea, but it wasn't it wasn't as specific as it was later on.
0: Mm-hmm. What was the
3: episode where I we revisited that scene of me visiting the nursery with the yellow-eyed demon? Oh,
0: I think by, um, you know,
3: obviously by then they knew, but until then I'm not sure if they knew the whole okay. thing about the demon blood and all that. I don't know. They probably when, did. It just didn't tell me.
2: <laughs> when Sam, all hell breaks loose, when Sam the yellow-eyed demon brings Sam back to the, um, back to the nursery to watch it. Is that the what you're talking about?
3: Right, right. Yeah. Okay. All hell breaks loose. Right. I'm not so good with the titles. I'm like, you know, the one where I had a stunt double because <laughs> they had me crawling up the wall. That one. <laughs> yeah. So, um. Speaking
1: of, of like a mother's connection to her son and Mary's connection to Dean, the the scenes in what is and what should never be i'm sort of oh. jumping ahead a little bit but the yeah. when when dean has gone into the past and mom thinks he's just fine and alive and he's been spending time there and and you put your you put your hand on his face and he just leans into it like yeah. like he's just never had that with his mother and it, oh my goodness it's just so so emotional and so wonderful
3: yeah he, um, I think, I think that was, I think that episode was really hard for both of us. Um, first of all, me pretending to be the mother of a twenty-eight-year-old was weird and odd. Like, even though, even from the beginning, I've had a very maternal feeling towards both of the guys. Um, like knowing, like because I hadn't, I'm, I don't, I don't know him that well because I've only seen him periodically over the years. To be very so so touchy and motherly with him. I had to get Mm -hmm. past that. And then I think for him, I think he worked really hard. I I watched him work really hard to be trying to to be in that place where he's trying to reconcile what he knows to be true and what he wants to be true. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. he just was so raw and so available and so, you know, willing to be confused and... It was very, it was very sort of heart-wrenching um, to watch because my perspective as my character was, my truth is that I've lived all my life with my son being kind of a fuck-up, right? Mm. But I love him anyway, mm-hmm. and yet, like he's trying to reconcile that with the fact that it's not really the way his life is gone, and it just, it, it was. There were very, there were a lot of levels of trying to maintain you know, what we know to be true, what we want to be true, what we think is true, what is true right now. Um, but when you got right down to it, just the truth of each moment, of like when I hugged him and I told him, angels are watching over you, you know, like just his face. And he, as I said, he Jensen is just such an available, truthful, m- like in-the-moment actor that he makes it very easy to work with in situations like that particularly. Um mm-hmm. I didn't like that they had to draw wrinkles on me. That was my biggest problem <laughs> the whole episode.
0: <laughs> I'm like, really?
3: Really? Okay. Well at least you look at me wear like cute clothes and stuff, But um <laughs> I <down>. oh <laughs> But I really loved, night loved night it. Night. I had a lot to do and it was and it was um I got that's when I really got to hang out with Adrian. That was super fun and um it was quite it was quite a lot. It was a, it was a, it was a big episode. It was deep. That episode was mm-hmm. deep, mm-hmm. as opposed to like the last episode I did, which was like God, two years ago now. Um, the one where I was playing the grown-up Eve, wasn't mm-hmm. deep, but man, was that fun! Oh my God, I don't get to play a bad guy very often, and that was fun to torture them like that. To torture anybody, I got to torture Castiel. <laughs> I got to torture Bobby. I got to torture. Dean and Sam all in one seat. I was like, this is like a, like Christmas. <laughs>
0: you did it
2: really well. You were excellent in that
0: scene. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. It was super fun.
3: Especially because Mary is always like calm, you know, soothing voice. Mary is like the, you know, it's funny that her name is Mary because she's like the mother. She's the Earth Mama. She's Especially because she died so young, and I mean, you know, she bore the savers, saviors of the planet. She's sort of quintessential, like you—you you can't criticize her really. And even though they go back and they show, you know, the part that Amy Gumenick plays of, um, you know, the younger Mary who wasn't so—I don't—I don't know. I, I see Mary as sort of angelic. I don't know if everybody does, but I sort of do. Like, she does not she does her best, and, you know, she's been portrayed to be, like, the most loving mother of ever. Um, but playing, like, looking like Mary, but playing the mother of all the evil things in the world had to be such a departure. It was a challenge, but it was super fun. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I don't know if I'll be back, but I'm sure I'll be back as Mary again, you know, if I am. So I won't get a chance to do that again. So I'm glad I was given the opportunity. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Um, I know we're jumping we're around a lot in the episodes you've been in, but I'm um, sorry. Are we
3: not supposed to do that. I apologize. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no,
1: no, no, no. It's because I'm going to ask a question about another episode you're in. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> when you were uh, when you did the scene with with Jared and when the levy breaks
0: oh. again,
1: very heartbreaking mother son kind of right kind of scene where he's expecting you to tell him how disappointed you are. And it's just such the opposite. Right. And, you know, how was it filming that? Also very hard because as
3: I, because I was a hallucination, I couldn't just go from what Mary would do. I had to do what he would think Mary might do. You see what I mean? So I, I had to filter it through a couple of different stations. Um, and just personally, that was my first job back after a two-year break. I'd had my son. Um, I was kind of off my game a little bit, I felt like. So I was a little, like, trying really hard to make sure I was really focused and um, not doing the wrong thing. Like you, It's like doing anything. You haven't done anything for two years, and suddenly you're like, oh, uh, tying a shoe, right. Um, <laughs> so... Um, Jared was very, very helpful and very um, reassuring. And, of course, the crew is just every director, and um, just the crew is, makes it such a safe place. Um, so I was able to to try to dig deep into that. Because that was a slightly off way of, of, of supporting him. It wasn't, when you watch it, if I remember correctly, it's not really... The way Mary might really have done it It's the way he Mm -hmm. was Filtering Mary to support his Intentions even though they weren't Really necessarily the best Um, Because wasn't that all about like don't trust Dean You're the one Yeah it was very twisted Yeah exactly so that's why it was It had to be done as lovingly as Mary would normally do it But saying things that Mary would never say So it was It was a little bit Upside down, but um, I think it came out okay. I felt like it—it mm. it wasn't my 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 favorite episode, but not because of anything other than my lack of
0: <laughs> ability
3: <laughs> to deliver it the way I thought maybe it should be.
0: Um,
3: but yeah, poor Jared—he was just tortured in that whole episode. <laughs> and actually, for a while, wasn't it a few episodes where he was just being torn apart? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poor Sam. They, they seem
1: to put him on. through a lot at the end of every season. So it's
3: true. <laughs> he Poor can take man. it. He's like six <laughs> ten or something. He he's
1: got a lot of body <laughs> mass to absorb trauma.
2: Don <laughs> 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 and um, Mary are John and Mary are like such an iconic couple, especially you know in, in supernatural history. Um, but you you haven't really worked much with Jeffrey Dean in, in the show so yet have you? You didn't really have
3: any scenes together. No, I I just met him briefly during the pilot. I mean, literally briefly. We had a couple pictures together to put on the nightstand, and we were together that one day. But then all his stuff was without me, so I feel like I know him, but um, I don't I don't know him very well at all, um, which is weird because we're married. So. Um, you know, you would think that mm-hmm. you would know him, but not so much, not so much. But um, I, we do have mutual friends, and so, you know, I hear news, et cetera. But um, he's just incredibly charming and sweet. And um, I hope that we can have, like, I have this dream like the series finale of Supernatural will have some kind of way for the parents to come back or they have some kind of reuniting um and John and Mary are together, and and the boys know it, or have, like, some kind of way. I'm sure they will come mm-hmm. up with something so much better than I can even imagine, but if that could mm-hmm. happen, that would be awesome. Because, be as cool. you said, like, since the pilot, we haven't been together, or seen together. Yeah,
2: we, all the fans, we, we really want that, too. It's what we've been aching for every year, is to see, you know, where are John and, John and Mary now, you know, we hope they're together.
3: Yeah, Yeah, like that whole Heaven episode, you didn't see John. No. So, um, Mm -hmm. who knows? They don't tell me anything. (laughs) They're very secretive over there in in Riverside Drive. Yeah. Yes, they are.
1: They don't tell us anything either. I know it. I know. <laughs> they come on here and they go,
2: no spoilers. We can't talk about any spoilers. And I'm like,
0: okay. see, that's it.
3: They don't tell you because they know we'll talk. <laughs> totally spill the beans. <laughs> so anyway, I There's have a couple more minutes. Is there anything, anything else specific you want to know?
0: I uh, have a quick oh, question.
3: Okay.
1: Um. You you mentioned they don't tell you anything. They keep you in the dark, too. When you finally found out about Mary's um, original background, how did you feel as someone who has to interpret the character and will possibly have to interpret the character again at some point?
3: Um, Honestly, it just worked out that I felt like I could easily give that as a background story to everything I had done. Because of the way it was written, I was always a strong character. I was always a centered character. I was always a focused character. Even in the in the pilot, I'm like I didn't run away. I didn't. I was frightened, but I didn't back away. I didn't. You know what I mean? Like I I tried to mm-hmm. save the baby and stuff. So it it all made sense to me. I was like, oh, of course. And and I was easily able to um, sort of absorb that into the character. And I thought it was awesome. And I also think Amy did just a spectacular job as a young version of me. She's really sweet, and she did all her research, and I was so flattered. She's like, I watched all your episodes, and I'm trying to be like you. And in truth, I think that we have a very similar essence. I feel like she's very believable in mm-hmm. the younger version of me. Like, she could play my mm-hmm. sister in anything. Um, mm-hmm. So I thought it was such a good twist and unexpected, and yet once you hear it, you're like, oh, that totally makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm. You know?
3: I do not have those karate moves, though, just saying. Um,
2: Real real quick, a good question from um, Twitter Bardic Voice wanted to know In Dark Side of the Moon How much of of Mary's scary, warped appearance was makeup And how much of this really good lighting Or really creepy lighting, I guess you should say Well,
3: (laughs) I'm just going to say it was all lighting um, (laughs) And makeup (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I'm trying to think. What was scary? Did I have yellow eyes or something? What did I have in that one? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dark side of the moon. Is dark side of the moon?
2: In heaven. When you were in heaven and you were with Zechariah?
3: Oh. Oh. Where I was bleeding and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah.
1: Another twisted version be- of Mary.
3: Right. Yeah, that was there was yellow there was green light. I had I had a blood machine pumping blood out my dress. I mean, it was a nightmare, frankly. Um but yeah, there was yellow light. Though the I didn't have to wear contacts, thank God. But um they put that in after, but um yeah, it was it was pretty extreme as far as lighting and makeup are concerned. Except when I looked good of course. I'm teasing. Oh, you have to love Brad, the cameraman. He takes care of me. And Serge, of course. Mm -hmm. As an actress, you have to worship your camera and and DP. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. you're going to be a very sad little actress. (laughs) (laughs) Anything else? Well, it was, was, it's been, just
1: looking at Mary's, progression and you said you were in the pilot and you didn't think there'd be any chance to come back. And you've been back in almost every single season and done even more amazing, pivotal episodes. So pretty
3: cool. Yeah. I mean, I have to to say I'm incredibly grateful for this character. She's had such an arc, even within like the afterlife. And not to mention like the incredible, fandom and i i mean that like the conventions and this podcast and the my the twitter and the support and it's just
0: mm-hmm.
3: you know i know sci-fi has a particular um strength in fandom but you could never never have con- explained to me what it was going to be like um from the very beginning, I had it was my first and only really billboard you know I'm on fire on a huge billboard right over right at the top of the hill above Warner Brothers and all over town and I have coasters and I have magazine tear outs and I have you know all kinds of advertisements and all kinds of things with my like burning about to be dead image on it, which is i mean they had cup holders that would I would appear when it got hot. <laughs>
1: I mean, crazy town
3: And, you know, from that one little audition over It was at Sunset Boulevard um, Nine years, nine and a half years ago Ten years ago, whatever it was The gratitude I feel um, I mean, because it's been I mean, it's also been of financial support I mean, it's unbelievable What what this turned into for me You just, as an actress What I feel is you, you never know There are a lot of people I know who say, I'm not going in for, you know, I don't want to audition for that. It's three lines. I'm like, yeah, let me tell you something about three lines. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) It turns into eight
1: seasons. (laughs) (laughs) And and at the end end of the day,
3: you're the the crux of the show. You are Mm -hmm. arguably the most important character. Oh, well, that's sweet. I don't know if that's true, but it's sweet. (laughs) And I, I do feel weirdly like a part of the show considering I've been in, I don't know, seven or eight episodes which is not a lot over the course of 8 years. You know, but um they talk about Mary Winchester, they they reference and and like there was just an episode a few a few months back where Dean had a picture of me yeah. with him. Yeah. And I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I didn't know that was going to be there. That's so sweet." <laughs> they always bring it back which is you may mm-hmm. not be in
2: the episodes but Mary is always felt in the episodes so. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you.
3: I I think I agree. They do a really nice job of that and um mm-hmm. it's an honor, really. I mean, to have so many people so like rabidly in love with this show. It's it's I get it. It's a really good show. I I think that, you know, I feel like I can say that cuz I'm not really in it that much. I can be a fan. Um and uh I think it deserves every bit of adulation it gets, and to be a part of that is mm-hmm. so incredibly flattering, and I feel so honored. And um, it's something I'll always have. No one, no one can take that. You know, um, mm-hmm. it's a, it was a gift. Absolutely. <laughs> we could talk to you for
2: hours, but we oh, oh my God, <laughs> you would get so bored of me. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, thank no, you, ladies, no, 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 no. and you know, let's let's do it again. If you ever have anything else to ask, we'll do it again, okay? Oh. yeah. Well, well next I'm time happy. you're back
1: on the show, <laughs> I you know. Hopefully, there will be another episode. And... Absolutely.
3: Oh my gosh, I'm dying <laughs> every fall. Good. I'm like, come on, guys, give me a call. Me <laughs> <laughs> They've just been very. Well, thank busy. you
1: so much, and 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 we're very honored to be your first
3: podcast.
2: I I, I hope you oh, have
3: fun. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm flattered. And I will talk to you, ladies, soon. I hope. Keep in touch on Twitter, okay? We definitely will. Awesome, thanks, gal. Thanks, Thanks. ladies. Thanks, Thanks everyone. Okay, bye. Bye, bye. Oh,
2: she's absolutely wonderful. I could, I I seriously could just talk Mary Winchester with her for forever.
0: (laughs) I know. I
2: love how I I love how much she cares about the
1: character. Like, I love that Mm -hmm. because you don't always Mm -hmm. get people who have been in, you know, a handful of episodes. Put that much thought and still care that much about the integrity of their character. hmm Yep. And and the other characters that that mm-hmm. her character relates with and and still remembers and and such a such an important point she made where she said, "Let me tell you about just three lines. You know, in, right, and, right, and how and where it can go and what it can mean." And she's absolutely right. So. It was very because cool. you know, for just having three lines and dying in the very first episode, she's been in more episodes than the average person for
0: that show. So, Yeah,
1: you know, and, most people get one shot, maybe two. Uh, and and is she the beginning of you never really die on Supernatural?
2: Right, right. You know, her character is like,
1: you know, it's like, oh well, you only think you're dead. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I, I said, uh, you know, it's arguably, but for me, you know, it's literally without Mary Winchester, there'd be no show. It's so, true.
2: Everything, everything Sam and Dean, you know, do, it was, it's because of what happened to Mary. So, you know, she's mm-hmm. the reason for the show. Yep. Yeah,
1: once they expanded her backstory, then, again, it's all everything that they are now. Mm-hmm it was because of them. Because of them, and, and her dying is the catalyst that sent. John into mm-hmm. it. Except for the Men of and Letters thing. That, that, that was John's. Yes. Yeah, it's
0: right. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And she yeah, she's too. so
0: funny.
1: She is so funny. <laughs> she's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know? Great sense And I had never family. thought of that, Oh, what she said about them drawing the wrinkles on her because mm-hmm. one of the last conventions that Becky and I saw her at, we were just like, oh, my God, she looks so good. And it was... Mm-hmm. Is it yeah. Vegas? Yeah, it was. We were like, oh, God.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, that explains
1: a lot. If they keep aging
2: her up in episodes, that explains it. <laughs> she
1: walks through, she, she is... had
2: on those awesome shoes. Oh, my God, those heels were so gorgeous. Mm-hmm.
1: She is what it, she... She completely stunning in real life. She is. Yes. Yes, she is. Lauren I saw her in Dutchies. Chicago a few years ago, and she came with great boots because it was, it's, like, mm. late fall in Chicago, and I, I always remember her boots. She and Rachel Minor had awesome boots on. Oh, until you two Yeah. And she was so funny, and one other thing, and I, 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 I don't know if I would mention, but just another thing that just makes me fonder is that, like, her, she and her husband are such great friends with Nathan Fillion, and she told this funny story about she was, she still had a baby, and he came over, and he was holding her baby, and, sang such a funny song to the baby, something about the drunken baby. Or <laughs> I, I guess she had, had to be there, but it was so funny to have her. It's like kind of like a small world, and we sort of think every actor knows every other actor, but they don't, but it was so random to have her come out and know Nathan Billion, who's another big fan favorite, of course. I'm like, wow, Nathan Billion
2: comes to your house? <laughs>
0: <laughs> my my
2: one and only Samantha Smith story, which I know she would not even remember it, but it was at um, it was the second Los Angeles convention that they had, and I was there, and it was back when VIP tickets were cheap because you, Jared and Jensen weren't included with it, so I I was able to afford the VIP ticket for that convention. So with that, you get to go backstage and talk with the actors a few minutes either before or after their panels. And Sam was there, and she came back, and she she and I were showing each other photos of our kids on our iPhones. So <laughs> my thing was, I shared pictures of my son with Mary Winchester, who showed me pictures of her son. You know, so you know, I kind of had that was like my one big oh, that's awesome kind of thing with Sam. So <laughs> oh yeah, completely. And she she's a
1: She's a gamer? She talks about playing. That cool. I do not know. Very cool. Yeah, very cool. There but, is this thing where, you know, it is, I don't know if it's slightly prejudiced or sexist, but whenever I find another, like, a girl gamer, I'm like, oh, you're so cool. Because right? I used to game a
0: lot. You know, yeah. And
1: I didn't have girl gamer friends or anything. All my, guys, all my people that played games with me were guys. So... Whenever mm-hmm. you find, like, another girl who is into that, you're like, oh, kindred. You yeah.
0: would have loved that. Gamers and comic books.
2: My mother-in-law, again, getting off topic. But my mother-in-law, um, she when she passed away, she was, like, 67 or 68. And up until the day that she died, she was a huge gamer, played video games. She had... <laughs> every kind of Nintendo that there ever existed. And, you know, oh, that's great. She played all the time. She was awesome.
0: Oh,
2: so oh, cool. That and you know, girls
1: reading comic books. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know Again, it's like we shouldn't think it's that different, but, but it is.
0: It is a little bit,
2: you know? So or at least... So... Stuff, before everybody but, leaves us because we're not talking about supernatural right now, so <laughs> we're just we, bragging on Sam's name. Right. Should we should we start talking yeah. about it now before everybody? Stop, or mm-hmm. um, emails do you wanna, emails um, about talking about non supernatural things. Right. And um <laughs> and I do want to say that I true.
1: apologize to anybody when we get off topic, but um it is just very conversational for us and it's like a Google mm-hmm. trap. Google one thing and you end up looking at other stuff. We are yeah. a walking talking <laughs> Google trap. Very sorry. <laughs> or it, we're it, like it, a big it, group YouTube or a big group YouTube because you know you go to look at one YouTube video spiral, and then you see like a link to another video and before you know it, you know, you've gone a complete polar we opposite are from what a you would. And here we go again. <laughs>
0: So, um, okay. Do you guys want to? Do you
1: guys want to finish up with home or go backwards and then forwards?
2: Doesn't matter to me. It, it doesn't matter. I mean, of of the three episodes,
1: I would say home is much more uh, um,
0: important,
1: much no. more um,
0: no. in and
1: in, in, and pivotal in the scheme of the show. Um, I mean it had I mean uh, it was it was a, it was an episode of huge happenings. I mean they go back to Lawrence, they go back to their house, Dad shows up at the end, mom shows up. It's a huge episode. It's it's so funny to go from Hookman and Bugs, which are Urban Legend, Monster of the Week and some say not even great examples of those those things. But I kind home. of disagree on that because I do especially going back I have forgotten how how important uh, Hookman is. Not so much the main plot of it, but the things that happen. It's the first time we learn about Salt and Burn. It's the first time we learn about Salt Shells. It's right. the first time we really see them really really get down and dirty in research. There's a lot in that episode. I feel that. Hmm. Is so important as to the history of the show itself, like what we always see. Yeah, I'm with a lot of basis for that.
2: Hulk Man is one of my favorite episodes. I, I, I mean, too, it always has.
1: Mm-hmm. To. I like it. I definitely like it better than than Bugs, but I don't. I don't even hate Bugs as much as as some people. I,
2: I um, don't
1: think Bugs and is, is a real yeah, urban Bugs. legend. Hmm? Yeah, I've never gotten the big issue with bugs that people have. I always really liked that episode. It has its Mm -hmm. issues, obviously. Like, there is no such Mm -hmm. thing as Oklahoma gas and and power. That's not real. It's Oklahoma Mm -hmm. gas and electric. And one of my best friends lives in Oklahoma that drives her nuts. (laughs) Um, And if I'm not mistaken, she said that the tribe that they they visit is not indigenous to that area like, remotely should not be referenced in that area at all. Yeah, you know, know, issues happen and things fall through the cracks. But overall, like, I've never had an issue with bugs. And bugs, because crawly things kind of make make me feel uncomfortable, I don't have, like, bugs here, but the idea of something crawling on me is just not okay. Mm -hmm. I I like it in that aspect because the show rarely freaks me out. So when something does Mm -hmm. make me feel kind of, I like that. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of bugs, I, I have to say. I mean, I, I'd rather walk through a room full of snakes than I would. Bugs, snakes don't bother me at Likewise. all. It doesn't doesn't bother me that right much.
0: There with you.
1: Uh, spiders.
2: I'm not. And I, I'm not. Snakes are horrible. Bother. Give me bugs over snakes any day. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no. A snake, <laughs> a snake. I've, I've held snakes.
1: But that moment where the tarantula is crawling on the table and, and Sam lets it Crawl on his hand and I no no it's crawling I know. and it's crawling wow. and no no oh a mm. snake I tell snake. I tell the snakes they're fine and I'm not yeah, letting a tarantula crawl on me
2: yeah well I'm thinking think well it is. Is
0: this, bugs no. it
2: just get me um we since Sam is gone now we can take call in so if you want to call in talk about um hookman bugs or home with us home. call us at three four seven two zero five nine eight zero one. That's three four seven two zero five nine eight zero one. Call us if you have a question, comment, want to talk about the episodes.
1: Yes, and they are episodes from the first season. They're you know, we we've watched them and reviewed them, but if there's something that we don't touch on that you want to bring up about one of those episodes, let us know. All
2: um, right. well, I, Artic voice just tweeted about bugs. she said shortest night on the planet, which is true. you know it starts off at like in <laughs> mm-hmm, the morning and, then, and you know next thing you know it's dawn and an aerosol spray to burn forever, which is true, <laughs> you know so and she said kim Manners mind him making himself puke so <laughs> um, and I do like so, with with scenes uh,
1: with the aerosol spray with the with the bu- with the book spray. I don't know how many people really care about Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie, which I I love, but I always think every time I watch Bugs and that scene comes up, I always think, what, your puny face? No. My keen fashion sense, when she uses the hairspray with the lighter, every time. (laughs) If anybody knows what I'm talking about, i just ruin that scene for you if you had never thought about it. But still, Um, I always think of it. So in my head, I hear Jensen's voice saying, my keen fashion sense, and it's forever. (laughs) Not <laughs> Not. It's, 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 in my head, it's a well, hilarious place. Well, speaking of Dean's keen fashion sense, and in Bugs, he is indeed wearing a towel around
2: his head, which I thought was very interesting fashion choice I for
0: those I love that
2: scene. I it. Know, so so the, the love it. The one it.
1: time they use umbrellas. The one time they use umbrellas, we get in Bugs. Yes, yes, and Eric, he I- said... Big bad demon has not use umbrellas. Never again. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it never occurred to me that it was a weird thing until he came out and said, "Never again." And I was like, "Oh, that does look really awkward, ever But the first time, I and when went, I, I was see like, oh, when Great. I see like supposedly macho characters, guys on other shows using umbrellas, I just laugh and think of Eric <laughs> and do much. I said. Whenever you're with. we get like behind the scenes uh, pictures of. Of filming in the later seasons, and in between shots, mm. the guys are holding umbrellas, and I'm like, hey. <laughs> 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 you're not as tough as Savindeed. seventy Sav don't <laughs> need to hide from the water. <laughs> umbrellas. We don't need no stinking umbrellas. And we we have a caller. Go ahead and say hi. Uh, hello, Winters hi, radio. lady. Hi. Did
0: you
2: have a? Comment on one of the episodes or question? Or well, this is uh, this is bardic voice. Hello. Hi, Mary. How are you?
1: (laughs) I'm bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, and obviously you guys are doing very, very well. That was a fun chat with uh, Samantha Smith. So. Oh,
2: good good things! Fantastic.
1: Thank you. We had fun. I just figured in uh, in talking about bugs. Um, I've always had actually rather a soft spot for the episode. I thought the story was incredibly stupid, and yeah, the Indians were incredibly um, cliched.
0: Mm-hmm. But uh,
1: and 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 yes, then it was the shortest night on the planet and just sort of disappeared. And um, I had to laugh when I was watching the first Paley Festival when, as soon as Bugs got mentioned. You've got Kim Manners doing the, you know, stick his finger down his throat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> because he, he would candidly admit that that was probably the worst one where you, they were trying to, you know, pull the chestnuts out of the fire and, and turn it into something that would work. Um, but I always loved it for Sam finding out that John had been keeping tabs on him all the yeah. time while mm-hmm. he was at, you know, mm-hmm. away at college. When when Sam was figuring, right, he'd walked out and Dad had said, "Don't come back." And who's actually staking him out at college and swinging by to check on him every time he he gets the opportunity, but just hiding it? At, it's John. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that
2: too. I love that we.
1: found I about also, that I also really like with home that we get. You know, up until this point, we've gotten a lot of Sam's perspective on things. You know, it's, it's but we get how Dean feels about what Sam is saying about their father and their home and everything. And mm-hmm. it's probably for me the first time where I went, "Oh, Dean! Oh, my heart! Oh, ouch!" Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, but for the for the brothers part, I love bugs. Um, for the story. <laughs> Got to be one
2: of the dumbest yeah. ones. Well, for <laughs> so for me, what I like about bugs is there's a few little things here and there that I like that makes me not hate the episode. Like I like the scene with Sam laying on the car. I just think that's a really cool shot. I mm-hmm. like the scene in the shower. You know, the steam shower scene. Uh, <laughs> you know, I like I like the scene that you just mentioned where Dean um, tells Sam about John checking him out. Uh, you know, it's just a bunch of little things here and there that I like that so makes me not hate the episode overall. Even though like you said, this story stops. <laughs> yeah. well, and one yeah. of my
1: one of my favorite lines of of the series ever comes from Bugs. I and I use it's one of those things that you use a lot in real life, but I always use we had a plan, Matt, what happened to the plan? And of course one of those things right. you say that everyone looks like, Who's Matt? Never mind, not important. <laughs> but for some reason I've always loved that
0: line So you know, whenever
1: something happens at work Like at work or at school or anything I'm like, We had a plan Matt that happened to the plan One of these days I'm actually going to have Something named Matt in my life And it's going to be perfect But until then
2: And then this <laughs> season um, We had you know, the actor That plays Matt uh, His name mm-hmm. is escaping me at the moment Come back as Samandriel, Which I thought was pretty awesome
1: I really oh, enjoy it. Oh, that's right. I do like the Amy, Amy <laughs> Yep, yep. <Yeah. laughs> it is, it is fun like when you it. have a... It's really fun when you have a show that lasts long enough that they feel they can do that.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. With, well, we without somebody going, wait, 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 wait no, no.
1: Yeah. yeah, we had him on as a kid. Let's bring him back as a completely different person now he's a grown-up. Yeah. So that's that's very cool, and Hookman, I enjoyed a lot about Hookman. um you were right. it is the first time that we learn a lot of things that that were just established lore that the show has used ever since uh-huh.
0: um,
1: and I think the I think the weakness actually came that was one of the rare times when I think um casting on the guest stars didn't entirely work. Um, I I I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. So but uh but it was it was uh it, it definitely had its moments and I enjoy it for all of that. Also for having found the sheriff's station in New Westminster. <laughs> That was so much fun. It was like just go down the right alley. And,
0: hey, wait, wait, wait! Look, look! I know what this is. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> the joys oh, of that is being in fun. Vancouver.
2: The one thing that always bothered me, though, in that scene where we find out about um, salt shells in the in the rifles, it, you know, Sam, you know, he acts like he's never, they've ne- he's never seen that before. You can't right. tell me. That Sam and John and Dean never used those growing up, you know. I and feel like the salt shells are something that
1: occurred to them after Sam left, obviously. Yeah. And I love the fact that Dean says, and it's referenced, you know. We just kind of get the revert the the kind of reconcil- like reconciliation of that in season eight. But when Dean says, "You don't have to go to college to be a genius." And so then in season eight we have him, you know, talking about how he's worthless basically, and Sam telling him, "You're a genius." I mm-hmm. I love when things come full circle. I love that. So yeah, yeah. I'll take that because I was thinking when I'm like, "Boy," because at that point Sam Sam has to BS the audience and go, "Gee, what's a what's a salt shelf for?" <laughs> you know, kind of a salt round, but but I like that. And it's that that is that is something that the they show struggles with, with later. because sometimes. Yeah, sometimes Sam is the audience, sometimes Dean is Dean is the audience. So yeah. Sometimes we have moments where we're like, Come on, Sam, you should know that. Or we have moments where, Come on, Dean, you should know that. But it yeah. not, they do have to be they do they have, have to, to be, be the exhibition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not the easiest thing for the writers to have to work in, I'm sure.
0: Mhm.
2: Yeah, we need an explainer here. Yeah. yeah, I just I just wish they had done it in a way where we could, you know, they could explain what they were without making us think that they had never used them growing up. But mm-hmm.
0: other well,
2: the only the, is when we see other hunters and like Bobby and everybody, you know, seems like they've been using them forever. So, you know, but I we think, also
1: know that John wasn't the most social of hunters.
2: But I so. don't. Think
0: it, but he indeed. also was
1: well trained because he had people like Bobby, he had mm-hmm. Elkins, he had Pastor Jim. So Taylor. he had he had mentors in the in the hunter world, even though he generally stayed more apparently on the on the periphery. So,
2: but yeah, so it's Matt, not
1: it's not clear who came up with. The brilliant idea of loading their shotgun shells with uh, with rock salt instead of any other kind of you know projectile. My my, my has oh, my head cannon has always been that it was beam,
0: and that it was something
1: <laughs> he discovered that he discovered. This is this is one of those you know head cannon things that something that occurred to him while he was hunting by himself, and then he went and told you know when him and John hooked back up for a hunt, he was like Dad Dad guess what I learned guess what I did check it out and then John was super proud of him and that's all in my head and i don't care. <laughs>
2: you know, it it's it, it's up it's everybody's you know it's each person will have their opinion but my opinion is i don't see how that could have happened because all the hunters in the world know about them. they had to been using them before you know dean started using them and you know they grew well, up with it i'm going to tell you i'm going to tell you what we were just what we were saying earlier that's just like
1: your opinion,
0: ma'am. <laughs> well, right. this is, this
1: is, I think this is one of those situations where they just were stuck with, hi, we need to explain this.
0: Right. And oh, yeah, definitely. very
1: often they can get away with it having the guys talk to some civilian. Mm-hmm. So we've gotten a lot of exposition that way where there is, they're explaining what they're doing to someone else. But when it's a scene where it's just them,
0: <laughs> one so of them has to, you know.
1: A lot of just them do it. Yeah, yeah. So I I appreciate the difficulty the writers have in trying mm-hmm. to do those kinds of things without making it hit the point where you go, oh, come on, they would know this already.
2: Yeah. Right, so right. I got them slack for that. And a couple of, of little bitty things in Hookman that are my probably my favorite little things in all of supernatural episodes. One is when Sam and Dean are sneaking into the dorm room um, where the girl, the dead girl, is. And when they're sneaking into the windows, you can hear them saying, um, you know, as they're falling. You be quiet. Me, you be quiet. You be quiet. You shut up. You shut up. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I mean, it's so
1: hilarious. And I do love and, you know, he, when Dean tells Sam to paint the the frat guy, he tells him he missed the spot. Really good brother moment.
2: Yes.
1: Yeah,
2: yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's lots of those at
1: this these earlier episodes. I'm I'm looking back and I'm like, oh, they. They used to have, like, goofy fun and were just brothers and young. And, well, you,
0: and have, the, I miss you have the
1: moment in Bugs, the moment in Bugs where Sam, being I mean, basically goads and dares Sam to be the one to go in the hole, and Sam totally falls toward that little brother, like, no, uh-huh. I'll do it, God, right. kind of way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I get that, one, they're dealing with a lot more uh, tense stuff as characters, and plus, you know, they're not... 22 and 26 anymore as characters, but I do miss those. I miss the little, mm-hmm. the little brother, brother,
2: older brother kind of dynamic.
1: Yeah, it's like you shut up. No, you shut up.
2: <laughs> I, and yeah. um, the other little scene is I like when um, after Hookman is attacked, the Reverend and stands at the hospital and he's talking to the sheriff. And he's saying, yes, sir, no, sir, yes, sir, no, sir, sir. I love that because you can see how John raised them, you mm-hmm. know, I mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. like that. And then when Dean is down at the end of the hall, hall with the other policeman who won't let him through, and he's telling them, that's my brother there, hey, brother, you know, he's always just saying, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Uh, and then, oh, and this is just a little silly thing. That it cracks me up every time when they pull up to the dorm and outside the, for the first time, and there's these guys out there working on the car. There's a guy working on the car and eating a banana at the same time. <laughs> that just, for some reason, <laughs> just makes me laugh every single time. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also this
1: is when they say, you know, where your frat mother's from Ohio, and I'm like, <laughs> can you imagine Savage so I'm d, like that kind of just like leather, leather-jacketed, scruffy, muscle car guy, be like, tell I'm your fat brother. Like, no, no, you're not. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: what are they doing in
2: Ohio? God. And They, they used to use that fat brother, their, uh, you know, cover a lot, but, you know, I was just thinking Yeah, they're the just day, too old for it now. They can't do that anymore. You know, they have to go with the FBI thing all the time now, so... <laughs> Well, mm-hmm. you you know you do
1: have being saying you know I told them you were a dumbass pledge. Well, you look like a dumbass pledge. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, and there look,
1: man, we get the the first time we see Sam kiss another girl. Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. So and I remember being so like too soon, too soon, and I still feel that way when I rewatch it. I'm like, oh.
2: Just, just die! No, too soon.
1: <laughs> it also cracks me up in and in, bugs um, when they're they're pretending to be buyers for this new home development, and they all keep assuming that Sam and Dean are are a gay couple come to buy the house, and and they have this just. Bizarre way of saying, you know, we sell to anyone regardless of, you know, race,
0: creed, orientation. And I'm like,
1: boy, so, this is so uncomfortable, you know. They and go so you know out of their down, way to try and reassure seminar. them that
0: there's not going to
1: be any problem. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but they all kind of sat down in their little realtor seminar. were like, make sure you don't lose a sale by being this mm-hmm. jerk. Make sure you say mm-hmm. these things. <laughs> right. Right, and then and then. Dean just finally gives up and says, "Okay, you know, you know, I'll see you." Lizzie Shea, See you, honey, and gives Sam a swat. And Sam's like, once again, abandoned <laughs> to, to deal with <laughs> what's going on. And you just see him going, "I'm going to kill my brother later." <laughs>
2: That's funny.
1: Like I say, I I've never understood the bad round. Ra- the only real real issue I have with bugs, aside from shortest night ever, because that does hurt me. Mm. That when Dean picks up the spiders after, I can't remember the character's name, after the realtor died and they go in the house. They're so clearly plastic spiders.
0: Yes, <laughs> they so, yeah. They're
2: such plastic Halloween spiders. That, that
1: does bug me. That does it,
2: reminds, it reminds me of those plastic spider rings, you know, at Halloween. Exactly. That's what they all look like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Other than that, and, you know, the final scene, you know, it's not a bad episode. No, so.
1: mm-hmm. Like I said, not perfect, but not as bad as everybody makes it out to be. Mhm. Um, and like I say, with Bugs, it is another one where I kind of forget how much I enjoy it because everyone kind of goes, uh, every time you mention it. But I feel the same way about Hookman. Every time I watch Hookman, I'm like, this oh, is one of my favorite episodes. Even if you ask me later on down the road, like give me your top ten or top twenty episodes, I never remember to put Hookman in there because I forget how much, how many important
2: details are in that episode. And mm. the at the atmosphere in Hookman, I think, is just so good and so creepy, and especially mm-hmm. when they're in the search. And I believe it's Mike Carpenter, the stunt, um Sam Stuntman, Jared Stuntman, who plays Hookman. He also plays the Scarecrow, I believe, later on. But um mm-hmm. the whole atmosphere when they're chasing him and fighting him and everything and I just love it. It's so super creepy and it feels very much like a movie. And Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, well, I that, really when
1: Lori and Sam are sitting outside and her her father comes to yell at her and uh the husband I get in the shoulder. Mhm. It it is one of those those kind of jump moments every time you watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or, the time I watch it at least, but <laughs> creeps um, me out is when she comes home and back to the dorm and finds her, you know, roommate there, and then she's she's killed sometime in the night with her sleeping right over. It just gives me the creeps like so bad. Yeah, she's on the- yeah, and and knowing that you know with
2: he was in the room the whole time when she was getting ready to go to bed and everything because, you know, he was obviously behind the door where it was, you know, mm. leaned back against the wall mm-hmm. and he was obviously back there and knowing mm-hmm. that he was there and was so creepy yes and I love the scene of them going into the library to do research and I, I you know mm. we don't see much of those type of scenes anymore and, Mm-mm. you know, I really, I really liked that that was a good scene I think one of the very first
1: icons I ever made back when I still had uh still had l j was i made like i made myself like five different icons from that episode and by the time I was watching Keeper National making icons, it was already at the end of season two, but for some reason, mm-hmm. visually Hookman is just an episode that I always kind of went back to in those times when I did fan like uh, graphic art and you know, you got to enjoy Dean understand, Dean's interpretation of what college was when he goes to a frat party. He's like, oh, it makes sense now. And Sam's like, no, this is not what I did in college.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and Dean's singing a
0: big
1: nerd. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, yeah, I, I, it is one of that I'm going to have to make more of a conscious effort to remember how much I like hook math. And when...
2: Um, the scene where Dean is digging um, digging up the um, pastor's grave, I love the whole mm-hmm. atmosphere in that. And then you got Dean all mad, you know, that he's having to dig the grave while Sam's getting to watch the hot girl's house, you know. And
1: <laughs> and I also
2: like how how realistic,
1: huh, air quote realistic, that scene is because they remembered to have Dean, you know, stripped down to a t-shirt because he's exerting himself. Remembered to put the sweat stains and. I think little details like that are important. That sometimes in movies and television, even supernatural, on occasion, neglects those tiny little details that make something feel so authentic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And plus the lighting when he when he flicks the lighter for the graves. I mean that the lighting is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. Yes. You love a good salt and burn. And mm-hmm. just the way Dean lights the lights, the matches, you know, it's it's so graceful, it's so different. It's not practical, and I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just there's there's like a little bit of an art to it. You know, he's done it a thousand times. Yeah, yeah there's, you know, there's an even a grace to it. Yeah,
2: I remember. You yeah. know, whenever we see Dean lighting a grave, he always uses several, like even sometimes the whole matchbook, so the flames mm-hmm. did, you know, and everything. And I remember cracking up in Fulton Prison Blues when Sam goes to um salt and burn, you know, the mattress of the guy they think is the goat. and he only has one match so he likes match. the one that <laughs> <laughs> is this little
0: teeny tiny flame, you know. And you were
2: used to being big flames, you know, it just I remember cracking me up. It's like, Oh Sam, look at your little puny flame <laughs> the <It's> fiery <laughs> thought
1: that counts. <laughs> you could say Dean's trying to overcompensate, you know. Like you know
0: <laughs> you know <laughs> other
1: things.
0: Um
1: can we go can we go back to home
0: or go on sure. home for a
1: second? Uh, that's, Missouri, Missouri Mosley, and that I have never understood, and still don't. Rewatching it, like like okay, granted, a couple of years later, I go back again. I'm like, you know what? I still don't understand why she's so cranky with Dean. I'm like, yeah, because no the last time
0: you saw Dean, you know,
1: the, there's no reason for her to have such attitude with Dean. None whatsoever. Yeah, I, I didn't understand that he gave her no reason for it. He was nothing, nothing but polite, and and she's sort of taking him to task for things he's supposedly thinking,
0: <laughs> you know,
1: about or what to do. And it just it bugged me, and it still bugs me. You know, this poor this poor guy is hasn't been back to his, his home and his hometown since you know his mother burned on the ceiling, and his dad took him and and Sam away. And you're treating him
2: like that? Boy,
1: if anybody's entitled but to have a, a little attitude, it would be Dean at that point. Especially because in the first act of the epi- of the episode, we get such a sincere moment from Dean having to come to grips with the fact that not only is Sam, you know, admitting to the visions, but mm-hmm. he talks about how he never he promised he'd never go back home, and you you get that trauma from him.
0: And mm-hmm. then
1: you get a little bit into the episode, and you just have this random woman being so rude to him.
0: Mm-hmm. Actually,
1: I have a thought about that, and I always have. Um, mm-hmm. I think, in many ways, she gave him exactly what he needed to get back on his own track. Because when you think about it, he's been thrown for a loop. He's suddenly, something's wrong with Sam. He's got these weird, freaky vision things. And there's something in our house. And maybe it's the thing that killed mom. And I need dad. And dad's not answering. And here he is, feeling, I mean, pushed to the max. Dean does not take well to people being nice to him and especially not when he's really off balance. She set him back, and I think in some ways that's knocking him straight back to where he's supposed to be, so he will fast back. I like that.
2: Um, I like that theory a lot, and I would have to agree. I think I can see how that would be possible because – you know, Missouri, as as the psychic that she's supposed to be, can read people and tell what they're thinking, how they're feeling, and, you know, maybe she read that from him. I, I can see how that's very possible. I will say, I will say that I do have a bias when it comes to Missouri, and I know that
1: majority of fandom really enjoys the character, and she's one that is repeatedly, you know, why doesn't she come back, and um, she is one of my absolute, at eight years, least favorite characters. She is one of my absolute least favorite characters. So I will admit to having a bias as far as, like, the way I feel about the way she treats Dean and just the character in general. She is a character that bothers me to the absolute depths of my psyche. I'm not even going to pretend she doesn't. I cannot stand the character. Sorry, everyone. I'm very sorry, everyone. <laughs> hey, girls, um, we're all we're all different.
0: Yeah, I've, was, always, yeah.
1: I've always I've like always admit her. that it's one of those personal things. I'm going to admit that it's one of those personal knee jerk kind of things. Um, mm-hmm. I have a big, big, again, personal issue with the. And if you are unfamiliar with this trope, Google it. One of my favorite authors is a huge offender of it, of the magical Negro trope. I really, really mm-hmm. detest that trope to the absolute insta It's a personal issue for me. And so a lot of that is projection. I don't like that. And like I said, one of my favorite authors is Stephen King, and he is notorious for that. He is absolutely notorious for that. And um, I, in my head, take him to task for it as well. But I really, and I'm not a big fan of Loretta Divine to begin with, Eh, sorry again. But really it is the character and I really just I have a major issue with magical Negro choke. That is my that's that's my issue with, with Missouri mostly.
0: I I Hi, wonder Lizzie.
1: for a lot of things, um I wonder very much sometimes whether any of this actually is written in. Because a character like sure. Missouri could have been, you know, Black, white, purple with yellow dots. So long as it was, you know, a saucy older woman. And I, I do. I do have. I have always wondered about that. The only thing that makes me think that maybe they kind of possibly had somebody in mind is because I have this weird sinking suspicion that they had Loretta Divine in mind. Because it's very, I, yeah, similar, I, I, it's very similar to a lot of characters in Attitude that she tends to play, which could be an acting choice, you know, I'm not sure. But um, also being the, the caliber and notoriety of actress that she is, I feel like it's one of those that somebody called her and like, and was like, come in for this part, rather than her just randomly auditioning for some little show called Supernatural.
0: Yeah. It's well, it been, could have been, I mean, been, been we, we know that that's how
1: Jim Beaver wound up being Bobby because Bob Singer knew of him. And when Kripke mm-hmm. came up with the idea of, well, because he couldn't get Missouri <laughs> since Loretta was signed to another show, he couldn't bring Missouri back for Devil's Trap mm-hmm. and wound up saying, okay, well, we can't get Missouri back then what would some other one of John's old friends have been like? And let's go for a guy, and crusty, avuncular type, and you had Bob Singer come in and say, I know the perfect guy to play a character like that. Bingo. We suddenly have Jim Beaver giving us Bobby Singer. And that was
0: magic.
2: I'm very grateful that Loretta Devine was hired to be in Missouri, because then mm-hmm. she wasn't available to do Devil's Trap. If they hired someone else, they may have been available to do Devil's Trap. And I love Bobby. So I'm glad Loretta Devine was hired as Missouri so she wouldn't be able to do Devil's Trap so Jim Beaver could come on the show.
1: <laughs> I mean, that that is one of, you know, for, for me, the classic stories. When you look at it and think all the things that go into – Making up this show include a lot more than just what's on the page because you have to take into account all of these real world things that suddenly
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know throw your throw your plans for a loop. Mm-hmm. And the joy is I mean, for one of things things natural. Kind of wonder, every time like... that they've been thrown, every time they've been thrown one like that, they've managed to hit it out of the
0: park. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. made it even. And better better. It you kind of, you kind of go
2: back and you have
1: to think about Devil's Trap and then like, how if Missouri had been there, would th- how would this episode have even worked? Because we already we have it as canon the way we've seen it, you kind of can't even place her in it. It feels weird. Mhm. Huh? Yeah. But. I I For one, very grateful that she was. You know.
2: Otherwise, me too. <laughs> 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 yeah. so I just yeah. don't know supernatural without Bobby Singer, and it just wouldn't be right. It
1: would be very, yeah, that's, very. That's very funny. one of those
2: things where that was
1: the perfect. That was the perfect stroke of uh, of fate and genius. Mm hmm. And bonus, we
2: didn't have Missouri for this season, so I'm glad. <laughs> now I have heard talk, I don't know if it's confirmed talk or you know, just but I've heard that they've been trying to get Loretta Divine to come back this season for an episode. I don't know if you know if that's gonna happen. Uh, but I have I have heard that. Mhm I don't know if, talk. It, if it's
0: just rumors or <laughs> <laughs> if
2: there's anything actually to it.
1: Ah <laughs> uh, it it's got to be misinterpretation on people's part. No. Okay, got
0: mm. it. Okay. Well, so <laughs>
1: Home has one of the still out of out of all the creepy icky scenes in the history of supernatural it has one of the scenes that still gets me, and it's that poor plumber putting his hand down the garbage disposal.
0: Oh, my God.
1: yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. Eric Kripke's favorite scene of all time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And as you're watching, <laughs> you're going, no, no, because no, 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 no,
1: no, it is predictable. You know what's going to happen. You know it, and uh-huh. it's still so oh, disturbing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's, so there's a okay, little mechanical, that. That. mechanical <laughs> monkey. <laughs> And monkeys, whether it's a toy or a or an actual monkey, are always creepy. So <laughs> something about a monkey presence that is super creepy. It's, the mechanical one was really, really, really creepy, and that's like the craziest looking refrigerator shelving system I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and I know it's because they have to fit the kid in there. <laughs>
2: I know. Every time I, I see that, like it's like, shell. why did? Yeah, every time I like, it's like, well, of course the kid's going to get in there. Look, you built it perfectly for them. <laughs> you <me. much laughs> a perfect
1: <personal> space. <laughs> <You're
0: like>, okay. <laughs>
1: Bless their hearts. <laughs> I, I know. It was early. They're they were doing their best.
2: And I have to say, I feel so sorry for Dean. When Missouri tells them that, Oh, don't worry, Dean will clean this mess up. I'm like, Have you looked at this kitchen? Dean you know, <laughs> I, <laughs> I that. don't think
1: so. Yeah. I, I sort feel of
0: like
1: oh, you know the you know the guy who's never had to clean up after himself like in a home capacity because you know he's pretty much been homeless this whole his whole life?
2: Yeah, right. let him do it. Right, right. And then of course we've got the um the crazy spooky lamp to- cord. But
0: you
2: know uh, mm-hmm. with Sam.
1: Well choking Sam yeah. is a great tradition of yeah. supernatural. <laughs> it's <Right>. really <laughs> yeah. what we do get in home and going back to bugs is we get instances of Sam not not sugarcoating things for people or you know, not wanting to do the lie.
0: Which I always mm-hmm. find
1: very interesting, especially you know, in Bugs when we get uh the old man telling Dean uh you know who you know who who starts like that, liars. I don't like yeah. him because you're a liar, and then I like him because he's not a liar. And then in, mm. in home we get that reflected again with Dean's about to do the whole federal agent and sounds like, No, we used to live here, can we see the house? Mhm. Mm-hmm.
2: I remember when this when Home first aired, when after, after Bugs, they showed the preview for the next week, you know, and you see Dean breaking down to John on the phone. That's what they showed in the preview. And I remember it's like, oh my God, next week's episode is going to be awesome. Because, you know, up until that point, we had not seen Dean cry, you know, and mm. not, we had not seen him be upset, except for, you know, of course, when the plane was crashing and Phantom Traveler. That was a whole different kind of being upset, you know. And so mm-hmm. from emotionally upset that was like, Wow, man, I can't wait for this episode, you know. And mm-hmm. it was it was just, yeah, it was real good. Finally seeing, you know, seeing them, you know breaking down emotionally. Yeah. Real. And when yes. the episode first aired when Dean called John, they had a, it was a real number. And you yes. can call, uh, if you listen, you call that number, which I did at the time, and you got um, that message. John, you know, was John saying, you know, leave a message for my son Dean, and, you know, he can come help you. And so fans, you know, there were lots of fans left messages, you know, saying that, you know, house is haunted, you know, we need you to come help us, you know, whatever. I didn't leave a message because I had no idea what to say, but I remember, I you know, I did call the number. Hmm. That was cool. That, that was, that my was cool. That was cool. That is very
1: cool. And that's uh, just another reason. I'm I'm sorry I didn't, I wasn't able to start from the beginning with Supernatural and, and Sam mm-hmm. talking about the billboards around with her burning on the ceiling. I'm like, I missed those too. <laughs> Burn it. <laughs> So, and she's got coasters with that on there. How
2: weird! I wanted I wanted to mention it to her when she was talking, but I didn't want to interrupt her. One of my probably one of my favorite autographs I have is from her, and it's one of you know you've seen it the magazine inserts which she mentioned, which is the um, the supernatural magazine insert where you open it up and the mm-hmm. um, lights on the Impala. Well, I the lights on the Impala come up and there's sounds and everything. And on the back of it is her burning on the ceiling. And I have taken that to every convention that I've went to and I've gotten every supernatural actor or crew member that I've met to sign that. So it's full now. But um, my favorite autograph on it is on the back where Sam signed it, and she signed it, ooh, look, it's me, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this that, is my favorite favorite autograph. I love that. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, even though I didn't start the show from the beginning or anything,
1: I have that magazine insert, and I don't know where I got it filled. I don't know why I have it, how I
2: have it, but I have it, and I... I'm pretty sure – did you give it to me? I gave it to you, yes. Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> and it wasn't until – I've had it for a couple years now, and it wasn't until this past Vegas con that I started getting at time. Yep, yep, that was me. I had a couple extras. I gave, gave you one. You give me a lot of things, and I'm not always sure which you give me and which I just randomly pick up from things. <laughs> you're, you're like it's my what? drug dealer. You're a
0: super,
1: supernatural drug dealer. You are. Mm-hmm. You're my fandom enabler. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But I do want to say that despite how I feel about Missouri – which clearly are very strong feelings. Aside from that, I do really like Home mm-hmm. because I I like I really like Je, uh, Dean's breakdown in the beginning, and I really like how powerful the scene is with Mary. Just how it's so little dialogue, yet it's so much meaning in it. I do mm-hmm. wish that there had been, you know, in retrospect. And I remember people talking about this early in the early days, and it's one of those things that I kind of just kind of eye rolled at. But in retrospect, I kind of agree. I wish there had been more for for Dean in that moment, because it, it's like acknowledgement and then dismissal, mm-hmm. and that's that's that, that's a writing issue in my opinion,
0: but mm-hmm. not not an
1: acting not an acting issue in the least. I, I think it's a writing issue, but um considering how he feels in the beginning and how open he is about the way he feels in the beginning of the episode, I don't feel like it's
2: enough closure
1: for him.
0: No. I, I, like
2: like I said, when Sam was on, when even, even yesterday when I rewatched it for the podcast, uh, when that scene, you know, and Dean says, Mom, I do get chills every time. Mm-hmm. And I love how yeah. uh, Jens, Jensen's acting choice in there, you know, was to start, you can see the gun shaking. You know, or he's yeah. and I do and think that's why I
1: think a lot of that is why I feel that way about it because Jensen's delivery of that single word is so good and his his body language is so effective. And I I it's almost like Sam out the writing and so it mis it 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 missed something for me. I needed more. Because they were they were better than the writing.
2: It makes me think of um the scenes in season two. Uh children don't children shouldn't play with dead things, I think, when they go to visit her mm-hmm. grave. And, you know, mm-hmm. Dean's like, Why are we here? There's not even they didn't even have a body to bury and you know, Dean will not go to the grave and you know, you can just feel it just breaks your heart, you know, how much Dean mm-hmm. just refuses yeah, and sometimes, you know, we've been watching the show for so
1: long, and there's so many of us that have been to conventions and have, you know, been able to ask questions at panels and things like that. That I think sometimes, especially going back to the early seasons and rewatching, I'm so I get reblown away by how good Jensen and Jared are at being Sam and Dean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. especially in those in those early in those early episodes. I'm just it, it's it's just so powerful. It's it's I I almost feel like as a fan for so long, and as someone who does so much, there's not a day that my something in my life doesn't involve the show in some way that I almost neglect to I neglect the nuances of the show and I neglect how good the actors are. So oh, I
2: take it for granted.
1: We take it for granted. Yeah, I really I did, really yeah. do cause mm-hmm. I, you know we expect it. We're used to them being so good. We expect it.
0: But, the fun thing uh, is,
1: they have spoiled me for so many others because yes. they are so good.
2: They really are, Yeah, and especially,
1: and I think a lot of it for me, and y'all may agree, in the early episodes, is because they were they were still figuring out who Sam and Dean are. Like now, Sam and Dean are like you know a pair a pair of old flip flops they slip into, but in those mm-hmm. in those times, you know, Sam and Dean were new to them as, as well, mm-hmm. and to see how early on they really got the characters they were playing. Or in Sam's case, to see, you know, her second episode, very few lines in both these episodes, how well, how much she got Mary Winchester. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, her talking about once once the backstory of, of Mary was revealed, her going, yeah, that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. she gets the character so well, and I think mm-hmm. again, that's one of the things that I think this entire cast has spoiled, for, has spoiled us for. Is that mm-hmm. there's not one actor on, that has been on this show that hasn't talked about hasn't, hasn't talked about their character, and everyone's going, "Yes, you get it the way we get it."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. And, you know, there are those there are those actors where you you get you read you read or watch an interview or a convention panel with them, and you're going. What act, What character are you playing? Because that's not the show I watch. And that doesn't happen with us. I agree. Yep. I agree. There is a reason why this is the only show I've ever blogged about. There's blog a reason why I'm I, I, incredibly I, I, emotionally attached to this show where no other show is Ever been like that for me? And it as much as I love Buffy, if someone were to tell me, "Do you want to like help, like volunteer on a website with us?" No, 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 I don't. Uh, I didn't even hesitate to tell Becky yes. So there's that.
2: <laughs> right, seriously. I mean, huge X Files fan, huge Buffy fan, huge Angel fan. But mm.
0: there's
2: I, as much as I love them. I wouldn't be able to put. I just don't think I could put in the time and everything that that we put into Supernatural. I don't, you know, for the website and Twitter and the podcast mm-hmm. and things. Like I love them all, but I just don't have the heart to put it in all that work for them. But for Supernatural, yeah, I'll do it for Supernatural. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine, you know, eventually
1: Supernatural will have to end. And I can't imagine starting over and putting this amount of time and effort into another show as much as there's shows right now that I love, I can't and I think about that sometimes, you know, I really like I really like Hannibal, I really like Graceland, I really like Twisted and I think as much as I like these shows, as much as I look forward to these shows, as attractive as the characters are, I can't fathom putting that kind of time into it there is just something about this show
0: Mm-hmm. I I, I yeah. completely
2: agree. I, I'm obsessed with Orphan Black and with Haven, and but you know there's just it's not the same personal connection I have with them that I, you know that you do with Supernatural.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I do think that a lot of it, a lot of it is the core of the show being a family thing that intrigues the viewer and brings the fans together the way we have been as a fandom. As much as we bicker like family and we get irritated with each other like family, and there's different factions at the end of the day that is your family, and nobody else can talk bad about your family
0: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: so it it is kind of that that dynamic, and I do believe that it's because the crux of the show is the family tie of it all there's mm-hmm. not there's no way around that, yeah. and I do end all that the, the season supernatural you know, season we get mhm. I was just gonna say the all the supernatural stuff and storylines and big sweeping arcs, it's all it's all cover and trappings and to the important thing is Sam and Dean are brothers and family and they've got a couple of members of extended family. They're still finding out about their grandfather. There was Bobby and everybody relates. Everybody understands we have siblings. We have parents. We get along. We don't. You know, they they mm-hmm. they die. They get they get sick. Mm-hmm. They disappear. We worry. We fight. It's it's it doesn't matter about any of those other things on this on this show. It's just they do that that family relationship so so well. It's like it's like you know Buffy was a show about high school. <laughs> Never mind mm-hmm. all the vampires and demons and everything else. So. This is a little bit like that for sure, yeah. And that's exactly what I was about to say. You know, in the later, in the, as the years progress, you know, we get Bobby being you're like a father to me. And we get lines like is family, Mm-hmm. things like that. that I do.
0: Mhm. Yeah,
1: you get that. There's there's almost nobody that can't relate to them in some way, even if you didn't have your parents, you have either. Somebody has some kind of family, whether it's blood or acquired mm-hmm. family. Yeah, we it's have the family we're like born to and the family we make. Yeah, very similar yeah. to the premise and of Angel. You know, this is the family you create. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, 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 at the end of the day, that's what it is. And it's very, very, very relatable in, in all ways. With, family doesn't end with blood.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. And I do also, sometimes I think about other fandoms. I know, again, sorry, everybody, we're getting, like, kind of off topic, but it's still about the show. Um, Mm -hmm. I do think about other fandoms, because the cast and crew have really spoiled us, you know, as well with the way they talk about the show and how accessible they are to us. But sometimes I think about other shows, I'm like...
0: How sad! Like, I am like, oh, I feel so bad for you. you. You don't have that.
1: You don't know who the director <laughs> of every episode is. You don't know who the producer and the writer, and you don't, you know, there's no interaction for you, really. And I'm like, oh, that must be hard. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, have I no agree. To I have agree. That. I have no desire to have that with any other show. Like, I don't know who directs every episode of Hannibal, who, I don't know. I don't care either. So, you know, mm-hmm. there's that. For me I've always been interested. I've always paid attention to the the technical people, you know, who who's who's the director, who's the who's the DP. And it's fun for me because I've seen some of my favorites from my long history of watching television production and being a television production junkie. I've seen names come back and recognized, you know, oh hey yeah, he directed this other thing. And it's very cool to be able to to make those links and see some of those favorite people. Um I mean so many of the names that, that turn up in the credits were, were on the X Files. Oh. Hello. It's yes. Vancouver. Oh yeah. Um right. and Dark Angel and you know I mean but it's it's just such a neat experience um for this television production junkie. And now we've got connections, courtesy of social media, that we never had before. I mean Guy B gets on Twitter and talks to you. Now we mm-hmm. And I was just about to mention Guy B because I mine's kind of the reverse of you where you're saying, you know, these are names you've seen. Mine is mm-hmm. before all I ever paid attention to was who wrote an episode. I care about who wrote it. I never cared about producers, directors. And now that I do with Supernatural and I go back and watch shows that I've always watched that I'm re-watching, such as, like, Criminal Minds, and seeing Guy B's name and going, oh, my God, I've been watching your work forever. I didn't know. It's, it's, it's the yeah. flip side for me. Well, and, and discovering things like, you know, oh, yes, he got his start as a steady cam operator and he worked on Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Uh so you
0: just just fun, wild,
1: crazy things, you know. uh mm-hmm. And now we've got some other writers on Twitter. I could give Robbie Thompson a big huge hug for all the time <laughs> she's gotten on you know, he's gotten in convos and said, you know, mm-hmm. hey, ask me questions. And mm-hmm. you know he's not they, you know, they're never gonna do the wrong thing and slip you spoilers. But in the aftermath, to be able to say, hey, when you wrote this, did you realize? And get an answer. It's mm-hmm. just, yeah. And I incredibly also cool. say that I think it's incredibly, I want to say it's incredibly brave, but sometimes I'm like, it's incredibly stupid. But I don't mean in the literal, like, they're stupid kind of way. And I know, Mary, you can relate. When you're a writer, when you're someone who writes and that that need for validation that you have, it must take so much to be a writer and be on Twitter and deal with people telling you, by the way, you did this wrong, you did this wrong, you did this wrong. Are you Mm going to do this? You should do this. I really think it would be better if you had done this. Oh, by the way, you messed this up.
0: And don't ever do that again. Never, ever, ever. (laughs) Uh,
1: I would explode into this huge, fiery ball of neurosis (laughs) if I was if I was a TV writer on Twitter, I would have shut down my account by now and gone, and gone to, like, rock and a quarter. So <laughs> I I do feel that it's one of those things, like, I feel like you're incredibly brave. And not to, you know, you're incredibly brave to be a writer and have a Twitter and say, this is the show I write for, here's my Twitter account. God, mm-hmm. terrifying. Terrified. It's hard enough when you're somebody who writes, like, just, you know, nobody recaps kind of thing, where, you know, maybe 500 to 1,000 people are reading you and have them tell you, by the way, no, you interpreted <laughs> this wrong. Never mind, if it was actually my creation. Oh, God, no. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yes, that is, that's a fantastic endeavor and bravery, in my opinion.
0: Mm.
2: Hello? Are we all talked out? Did we discuss everything? Um, Are we done?
1: Yes, we've expressed our love for Hookman, and I've been cathartic about uh, home, so I'm good. (laughs) 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 Yes. Yes, I finally have it down and how much Missouri annoyed me being <laughs> me mean to Dean. <laughs> <laughs> like
0: well, this has been
1: delightful, fun, heart ladies. Heart. Thank
2: you for letting me in. Thank you very thank much for calling, Mary. Thank you. We always, have, we always enjoy it when you call every time. You're always so great. Why, mm-hmm. thank you. <laughs> right. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Mary. All bye right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I I just
1: Bye.
0: caught
2: myself waving. I just caught myself waving. You can't see
0: me, but I'm waving. <laughs> I can, I can I, hear I, you. I can hear you. I've done it. I also, um,
1: we're gonna, I'm going to be random, but I have this really bad habit when we do the podcast of sitting around and putting on different lipsticks. So I put on a lipstick, I wipe it off as we're talking about episodes, and sometimes <laughs> I'll catch myself like, Waving or like nodding my head, I'm like you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind the the fact that I'm putting on various lipsticks during our podcast is also you idiot, but you
0: know, that's that's something separate.
2: <laughs> well, thanks again, Mary. We always love when you call, so call anytime.
1: I will bear that in mind and see when I can uh, join in.
2: Sounds good. Take care. Bye. Bye. You
1: too. Thanks. <laughs> and for anybody else who's listening, we really do enjoy callers. It, it kind of makes our it makes our day. So
0: <laughs> feel
1: free. Always feel free. And if we um, if we if you can't listen to us live, but you'd like us to discuss something specific, um, you can tweet to us. You can also email us at Winchester uh, at gmail dot com. And we will make sure to like bring up your talking points as long as it's appropriate. Hmm. But yeah, so because um, we do we do read all of our feedback, we do take it all into consideration. Yes, we do. But we were talking about how how we're so attached and so wanting to participate in this fandom and do things like website and, and podcast and whatever and and we don't specifically do it to get a reaction but when we do it's great, you know, if you send questions and listen and we hear from you tweeting, it's 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 wonderful. And or you call that's great. One of the best things about being in this fandom and I've been in other fandoms but they were strictly it was very much just a live journal thing and you know, this was in the days before Twitter and Tumblr, I don't understand Tumblr. I don't get the how it works, but it was before all that, and this is the first fandom where I've gone to sit around and either in person or verbally just geek out with people and listen to other people's interpretations and go, "I didn't see it that way, but I respect your interpretation. And I just find it interesting when people have different interpretations. Whereas in other fandoms, I'm very much like, no, you're wrong, and this is why you're wrong. Let me tell you how you're wrong. <laughs> and here is my gigantic meta about how you're wrong. <laughs> this is this is it's it's been very different in this side of it. I really enjoy it. So in the same vein, that's why we enjoy getting callers. We're never gonna tell you you're wrong. Don't call us over again. It's not gonna happen.
2: We'll tell each other that the, that we're wrong, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll tell what? We'll tell each other when we're wrong. Oh yeah, we'll totally let
1: each other know we're just completely wrong. Wrong, <laughs> wrong, but, wrong, you know, wrong.
2: You
1: know, we're we're all really good friends, and we have no probably going. Yeah, no,
2: Mm-mm,
0: wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're
2: wrong. Yeah,
0: go away.
1: Go <laughs> think that over. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's just an important about what you said about Dean. <laughs> um, Becky, you want to, you want to, we had about 10 oh. minutes left. Do you want to oh, talk oh, about our thing? All right,
2: now I'm glad you <laughs> reminded me that completely. We have <laughs> a big new contest. We're hoping to get started on Monday where it, uh, we, um, Creation Entertainment has given us two, Gold tickets to their um, Burbank convention in November. Uh, I think they're calling it L.A. convention, um, even though it's actually in Burbank. But um, we have two gold tickets that we will be giving away. We're going to run a contest, and it will start on Monday. So watch our, our, our Twitter, our Facebook, our website, and we will be giving out the details how you can enter the contest, and we will be giving away two gold tickets. So it's pretty awesome. I like when we get to give away yeah. things. Yeah, um, a pretty, pretty cool gift. I wish we could join because I sure would like to go. But yeah,
0: right? <laughs> I know. Get excited
2: about
1: being yeah. the giveawayers. You are ineligible to win. Yes, <laughs> I know. It's Downside. like it's like the one and only time I'm ever sorry. <laughs> to this right?
0: I'm like, right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Why am I am so I'm involved. that gold
2: ticket. <laughs> Darn it. Oh well. <laughs> uh, anyway, any other news, notes of interest, fun facts? I
1: do want to
3: say, um,
1: any, if you're still a, if you're able to, if you haven't or you're able to again, um, to donate to Gabe and Kat, Catherine because she did fall uh, ill again. She's recuperating, but it's going to be a long process still. And you know, once mm-hmm. in the family, always in the family, right? right. Yeah, how incredibly stressful and heartbreaking Never situation for Gabe and Catherine and baby baby Alice, who I believe is doing very well now.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But uh, but uh, Catherine had a, a little setback. Yeah. Hopefully they will get through that as well. So that's very a very worthwhile thing fundraiser. to donate too. Mm-hmm. And um, we of course they so, have started uh, working on the. For... Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yes. I was going to say, um, of course, also on our website we also have the link for Team Levi for Jensen's nephew. So. You know, mm-hmm. it's not Christmas, but tis the season. <laughs>
0: yep.
1: And uh, they're getting back to work in Vancouver, slow but sure. Uh, quite a bit of crew and and
0: uh,
1: are are already back to work. And the actors, the boys are back very very soon now. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe. Next, I feel maybe like you know, soon? obviously for us. For us, hiatus is like, ugh. But I feel like mm-hmm. they had a very short va- summer vacation this year. So kind of yeah. lasted, super short. Yeah. They seem to have worked later than usual. Like, I recall them finishing in March, usually, like the end of March. But they worked into April, at least. Yeah, and they're going back at the there. same time as usual, so. Yeah. But it's exciting. So, we'll start to hear bits and pieces and hints about, you know, what's happening and, new shows, and uh, um, the gang's going to Comic-Con, which is coming up pretty soon here, a couple of weeks. I had been very like, Comic-Con, not going to Comic-Con, thank God I'm not going to Comic-Con, and then as it gets closer, all the the exhaustion and resentment I had about it last year is slipping away, and I'm like, I wish I was going. (laughs) Because, um, Lisa and I did sleep outside in line last year, so to get into Hall H. We spent the whole night in line. Oh, yikes. <laughs> um, I uh I have <laughs> got to dust off uh, Roger Murtaugh from Lethal Weapon here and I'm just too old for that. <laughs> <anymore>. <laughs> I hadn't done something Sorry. like that since I was a teenager, like some kind of like all night or camp out concert kind of feel. And um mm-hmm. I mean I, I've got to be honest it was totally hell on my body but I wouldn't trade it. It was
0: mm-hmm.
1: a really good experience. So if you have an opportunity to go to Comic-Con, I highly suggest going at least once and understanding the beautiful hell that it is. <laughs> yeah. I still hope to someday. I don't know if I'll sleep outside for anything, all well, night, but I would definitely love to go sometime.
2: There's, there's and, no way it. Uh, There's I'm, gonna be an X Files um, panel this time. David Duchovny's gonna be there, and Anderson. I would sleep outside for that. I definitely would. But. there's
0: no way around it. Like we
1: tried
2: to go. We
1: tried to go like, like the Firefly panels, and you know, now that Joss has done the Avengers, and everybody loves Joss Whedon, not just you know the diehards. Mm-hmm. He's just a mainstream not just us (laughs) yeah we tried we got we tried against like the Firefly line at like 7 o'clock in the morning and it was already like up three flights of stairs it was ridiculous they're like yeah no not happening so there's really for the big panels there's absolutely no option but to spend all night you really don't have a choice so and you have to go to panels that you don't want to go to like I didn't watch I've never watched Fringe but in order to go to the Supernatural panel, I had to sit through the Fringe panel, which was a fantastic mm-hmm. panel. Considering I know nothing about the show, it was probably my favorite panel. Sorry, Supernatural. Mm-hmm. It was my favorite panel of the entire weekend, but I wouldn't have ever gone to it if I didn't have to. And because Doctor Who was after Supernatural, there were people like behind me in the seat complaining about having to sit through Supernatural and having to sit through Fringe to watch to watch the Dr. Who catalog. Get the Dr. Who. You. Oh, well. Yeah. I don't understand you. Why are you mad? <laughs> I you know. You get to it's see like, the gag reel. Don't be mad. Yeah, I don't. But look, it's Jensen and Jared and Misha, and they're pretty. <laughs> <Misha>. <laughs> you don't understand. You are seeing Jensen, Jared, and Misha appreciate it.
0: Yeah, no. There, there was go. no appreciation. Your, so, like, your, your main character
1: has me. a flock of seagull's hair. It's <laughs> like look. <laughs> I Lisa and Oh Lisa and I had a really good seats. We had really, really good seats. And so, yeah, behind us was complete uh like hardcore Doctor Who fans. Hardcore, very angry about fringe and supernatural Doctor Who fans. So Oh, well. But I got to see a Dalek, so that was cool. Oh. Yes, and the you. fascinating thing about, I know we're we're about to end, but the fascinating thing about going to Comic-Con and having to see panels like that is we're in a room, and the amount of Castiel cosplayers was astounding. I really didn't expect that in such a multi-fandom venue. I expected to see a lot mm-hmm. of superheroes. I, but there were really so many Castiel cosplayers so many throughout the whole weekend but so it was like this huge sea of Castiel cosplayers like a random Dean here and there and then a Dalek
0: <laughs> it was really bizarre
1: <laughs> that was super that, that is bizarre. but it was it was really but, yeah. cool but that that is something else you know Supernatural was very very well represented very well many many trench coats many trench coats Trenchcoat Very cool. And that's one of the questions I have for the next season is have we seen the last of the trench coat? Because Castiel is not what he was when we're coming back. I have so. such mixed feelings about the potential of that. Like, on one hand, I feel like, mm-hmm. God, if he's human, that trench coat is going to smell so bad if he doesn't change. Because mm-hmm. I, can, I can hand wave that if he's an angel, he's not sweating that's fine. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have any BO whatsoever. But as a human, like, I can't hand wave that. On the other hand, it's going to be so bizarre if he is dressed in something else. Like, when he was Emmanuel, that was so weird.
0: Yes.
2: And so, so, Jimmy, yeah. I, have, I <laughs> have
1: mixed feelings about it. I know. I just, I I have a feeling Nisha's, like, excited. I think he's going to run all the way to costuming. <laughs> but he can't... <laughs> into work burn Like, Yay, pintos. what am I gonna wear? So but we'll see. And we've got about two minutes. So thanks thanks again to the marvelous Samantha Smith, who is our guest tonight, Sam Smith, Mary Winchester, she was a fantastic guest. I hope she comes back sometime. It'd be great to talk to her again. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for Bardic Voice for calling in and, of course, bringing uh, lots of interesting comments and insights to the
3: show. It's
1: always, you guys, um, we are not quite sure when our next podcast is going to be. We'll definitely announce it uh, well in advance, so you can listen. You can always go to our site, winchesterrose.com. There are links to the podcast there and lots of other supernatural news and events and of uh, any link for the fundraisers, you can always find that there as well. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Winchester Bros. You can get the podcast also at blogtalkradio.com slash media boulevard and uh, subscribe and download through iTunes. Um, I guess we'll keep moving for season one, three more episodes next time
2: unless uh,
0: something else
1: comes up and watch the site for the contest announce the uh, details tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. Yep. That'll do it Okay.
0: Okay. Good night, everyone. You guys. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Yep. Good night.